0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and A Member FDSE. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1398. Why I Won't Give My Kids an Allowance by Andy Hill of MarriageKidsandMoney.com. Hello, everybody, and happy Friday. Great to be back with you again. I'm your host, Greg Audino, here today with another post for the parents out there. This one comes from the blog Marriage, Kids and Money which you'll hear both on this show and on our finance show, quite often, uh, Optimal Finance Daily. So let's hear what author Andy Hill has to say about allowance and the alternative that he implements with his children as we optimize your life. Why I Won't Give My Kids an Allowance by Andy Hill of MarriageKidsAndMoney.com The concept of giving my kids an allowance bothers me. You exist, therefore you get money. That concept doesn't work in the real world. Why would I want to teach that to my kids? My children are only five and three, or five and three quarters and free, as they would say. So there's still quite a bit of time to cement our parenting strategy around chores, rewards, and helping around the house. My five-year-old Zoe has been doing small chores around the house for the last year. Instead of an allowance, we give her a dollar for each chore she completes. Three chores per week nets her three dollars. It's not bad for a five-year-old. The chores aren't too difficult, and she's really starting to grasp the concept that hard work equals reward. I'm new to this whole fatherhood thing, but using the term chore money instead of allowance just seems right to me. To further convince myself I'm headed down the right path, here are five reasons I dig the term chore money over allowance. 1. Understanding where money actually comes from. Throughout my career, I've found that the more effort I put in, the more rewards I receive. The same goes with Zoe's chores. We tie her contribution around the house to a monetary reward so that she starts to understand the correlation. If she helps with the chores, she gets paid. If she doesn't help, she doesn't get paid. It's quite simple, really. As we're trying to teach our daughter the rules of life, we found the simpler the better rule of thumb works best. That goes for brushing her teeth the amount of time she gets with the iPad, and the amount of treats she can have. Our daughter craves rules and boundaries. When there is a vagueness to a situation, she kind of freaks out. I do agree with Joseph Hogue, CFA from Peer Finance 101, that there are some chores that should be done without compensation. Quote, Kids need to learn that there are some things you do around the house just because they need to get done, said Hogue. A family works together even if the rewards aren't as tangible as getting paid. 2. Comprehending that money is a finite resource that should be carefully spent. A few weeks ago, we went to a kid play place where they had bounce houses and video games. Zoe brought $5 of her own money, and she was able to use it for games until she ran out of money. We definitely warned her of this rule before letting her run wild. 30 minutes later, Zoe came up to us and asked for more money because she was all out. We stuck to our guns and told her, If you're all out of money for video games, you can play on the bounce houses. Those don't cost any money. She wasn't thrilled with our response, but after some moping and whining, she got over it. We're confident that over time, this concept will sink in. She's only five right now, but we're hoping that she'll recall moments like this and remember that money is finite. There's no money tree that will give you cash when you want it. She'll always be clothed, fed, loved, and have more privileges than most children in the world but she won't be getting a new toy whenever she demands one. We're hoping these hard lessons will help her to become a successful young woman and help her to remain debt-free in the future. 3. Providing more value gets you more money If Zoe is hard-pressed for more cash, she always has the option of doing additional chores around the house to earn another dollar. Some of our standing 5-year-old appropriate household chores are as follows. Picking up toys in the basement, wiping down the kitchen counters, vacuuming the kitchen, putting away her laundry, vacuuming our cars, and putting away the silverware. For each of these chores, my wife and I are right there alongside her as she's completing them. It's something we do as a family nearly every Saturday morning. 4. Sparking an entrepreneurial flame at a young age I have no issue with Zoe wanting the newest toy, an upgraded bike, or even some candy at 5 years old. That desire to get what you want out of life could help her become a successful entrepreneur. It all starts with providing value. If Zoe is able to provide value through her chores at five years old, I'm very hopeful that she'll carry that same spirit into her teenage years and adulthood. By connecting a reward with the value she's providing, we're setting her on a smart path towards entrepreneurship. We want her to think, how can I provide the most value right now? With that mindset, she'll not only be monetarily rewarded, But she'll be emotionally and spiritually rewarded as well. 5. Saving becomes a habit early. I wrote a letter to my 20 year old nephew recommending that he start saving 50% today so that he could reach financial independence by his 37th birthday. My goal is to get my daughter started with saving and investing much earlier than 20 years old. When you're a saver, you have options. You can more easily pursue your passions and live your life on your own terms. Each time Zoe completes her three chores, we place one of the dollars in her save jar. Right now, at five years old, we're using this jar for larger savings goals like a new Disney Lego set. I'm thinking that I may need to add another jar called investing. After speaking with Cameron Hendricks, CFP, on the options available for investing for our children, I'm excited about the possibilities of building an incredible life for my daughter with a UTMA and a 529 account. And of course, I'm thrilled about building a great life for my three-year-old son, Calvin, too. We don't have any chores for this guy yet, but he's definitely watching his sister work hard for the family, and eagerly wants to join in. You just listened to the post titled, Why I Won't Give My Kids an Allowance, by Andy Hill of MarriageKidsAndMoney.com. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! And thanks so much to Andy for this post and for challenging conventional parenting ideas as he often does when we hear from him, especially parenting ideas as they pertain to money. And it should be said that this approach also enables an opportunity to help our children explore what they like to do, jump starting them on the journey to doing meaningful work as adults. We might ask them questions like, What chores do you enjoy doing the most? Are there other things that you'd like to be paid for that you think could be helpful or provide value, as he said? Etc. Navigating questions like these with your children gives you all a chance to customize their chores and the money they receive for them, which encourages them to find unique ways to negotiate and do work that they enjoy. As a parent, of course, you don't have to give in to whatever they want, but you could meet them in the middle or enter into a discussion about how they'll only be paid if they can find a way to make the things they enjoy most out to be particularly helpful to the family or to others. So a lot of lessons to extract from Andy's approach today, and we thank him for that yet again. But that does it for this episode, everyone. It's time to get going. Have a great Friday, everybody. Enjoy yourselves. And as always, I look forward to being with you again tomorrow for our weekly question and answer segment. That's where your optimal life awaits.